If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Ah, what a weekend. Happy Monday to everyone in the sports universe. It is September the 5th. Good God, it's September of 2022. Oh, this is the AM Drive on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook pages. Four, thumbs up, Sammy Action. I am Michael Carvelis. Not as, as good of a mood as Sammy, but I'm, 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 per, I'm, I'm close. I don't know. You're pretty fired up today, my friend. Happy Labor Day to everybody out there. Thanks for watching. You know what's crazy? I didn't realize how big Labor because I, I don't celebrate holidays, right? So I was driving home from my overnight shift, and because I think we don't do this for a living, you know, it'd be nice if we did. But um, I was driving home from my overnight shift, and I was like, there's like there's always traffic coming the opposite direction, like back to lined up traffic. I'm like, bro. This holiday is huge. Well, there's nobody here. It's a Monday. There's no work traffic. And there's like five cars on a 25-minute drive home. That was I mean, wild they, they to me. Because I always like, see it because I'm going fast because no one else is like coming like my way. They're going towards me. I was like, wow, whatever it is, huge. You don't have to celebrate holidays for today to be about you. Today's a celebration of you, right? Of the workers. It's a it's a workers' holiday. More importantly, if, if you need a new mattress, today's a good day to go get one. I think. What? How do you know that? Because <laughs> Labor Day specials, man. Everybody's selling like mattresses and cars, and <sighs> you gotta watch more commercials. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Okay, we used to have a um a sponsor named Ushaw. I'll let it be nameless. It was Buttercloth. Buttercloth, it was like the most comfortable, softest shirt in the world. You remember those days? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was if before you, you got on the show. If you watch any commercials though, leading up to Labor Day, you'll see nothing but like Labor Day special, Labor Day blowout, come That's get your true. mattress, all that stuff. Fair enough. Um, I do want to let the people know about Wager Wire, by the way. Ooh. I, I, I think it's pretty important. So... We are supported by Wager Wire. Our good friends at Wager Wire are busy building the stub hub for sports bets. For the first time, you'll be able to buy and sell previously placed sports bets on an easy-to-use marketplace. Plus, they sync with your favorite sports books to show you all of your bets in one portfolio. You can even sell just part of a bet and lock in your profits without having to ball to bail on your team. I said ball. Drop them a follow at WagerWire and enter your email at wagerwire.com for early access. I already have. I mean, if you do, you'll be entered to join them with Brett Favre week three on a special WagerWire Live. Speaking of WagerWire Live, this Friday, I begin my WagerWire Live every Friday at 7 Eastern. Aaron said he'll join me a few times. Who knows? Very cool. I'll have to check it out. I'll get into early access. I cannot wait for that. But, hey, you ready for the best and worst of the weekend, Sammy? I'm ready. Let's do it. 
What is your worst? Oh man, starting on the bad. All right, my worst oh, is. <laughs> I know. Uh, my worst has got to be the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, not only did they win this weekend, so you think, well, how are they the worst? But they won seven to three against against South Dakota State, and in that in itself doesn't sound so awful. You know, good defensive battle. They didn't even score a touchdown at home against South Dakota State. Well, how'd they get to seven? Two safeties, Insane. two second half safeties got them to seven for a regular looking score of seven to three. I mean, this is a team that competed for their conference title last year and a home game against a basically an FCS school. I mean, three, man. no, 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 no touchdowns. I mean, you can get your passer through for a hundred yards. Come on, man. Woo, that's bad. I mean, we. Training camp for colleges is all about getting ready for week one, right? Like they're all fired up week one. They put this, you know, easier type of game on their schedule, and they can't even come out and play. Like, ah, uh, how gross. Because they are defense is good, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you're playing an FCS school. Your, your defense is supposed to look good. <laughs> to be fair, I've, I the broadcasters did mention, I turned that game on, it was 5-3. I was like, what the? Was like, is that right? <laughs> But um, when I turned it on, the broadcasters did mention South Dakota State is like number two or number three in the whole FCS, like behind North Dakota State. So that's – but even that's, – that's not good enough. I'm sorry. I, I, when, I, when I watched I had to look it up to see if Iowa changed, like, coaching staff. You know, maybe maybe France isn't there anymore. You know, you know, are all these guys young freshmen? This is a team that won 10 games last year. Like, what happened? It's tough. Like Aaron said, just just wave, man. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, my worst of the weekend is East Carolina kicker Owen Daffer. So, Owen, my man. Sophomore kicker, only six feet tall. A guy who many people say shouldn't even be on a football field because it doesn't really matter, even though the game is called Chex Notes football, but you get it. So, Owen Daffer... Is at home against a ranked NC State team. And he has a chance to tie after East Carolina had fought their butts off. Defense was playing out of their minds. Missed the extra point. Okay, you know what? It happens. <laughs> their quarterback, who's supposed to be like an NFL prospect, which I did not know, but apparently he's a gamer. He's like a winner. He comes in, leads him down the field again. Doesn't get a touchdown, but like gets him to the right spot of the hash mark on the left side where his kicker can kick it. A freshman All-American who's now a sophomore, so he should be better, right? Line him up. A chance to redeem himself. Talk about a great story. And he missed it again. He missed the game-winning field goal. He had a chance to tie it. Cool. Chance to win it. The fans were like, dang. After what happened to LSU players last night, some of East Carolina fans weren't the happiest either. Not sure they're that passionate. I'm, I'm going to say they're not. But I feel like LSU maybe would be the ones who make death threats. Oh, wait, they did. But you get it. We're not going to talk about that game. But, yes, LSU, a couple of LSU players wiped LSU from their social media after receiving death threats. So, ugh. But, yeah, right. Owen Daffer, man. Tough stuff, man. I know he's going to get crucified. Yeah, I mean, being a college kid and, and basically having all of this loss on your shoulders is not going to help his uh, his social life not, not all that much, I don't think. It's, it's kind of rough for him. You're already the kicker as it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, best of the weekend, Sammy. 
Best of the weekend to me was the Appalachian State game against North Carolina because that game was everything that's great about college football, right? Yeah. You have you have Appalachian State, which is a lesser-known school, their home favorite against a big school. Giving them all they can handle, they get beat up the first. You know, the close first half, they get beat up in the third quarter, go down. You know, three scores, yep. and then the teams lay a sixty-point fourth quarter on us. Let me repeat that: a sixty-point fourth quarter. <laughs> Appalachian State scored forty points in the fourth quarter. That's insane, dude. They lost. They still lost the game. It was insane. Uh, they did go for two twice in a row, uh, missing both of them. Uh, yep. One would in the lead. One would give them the tie. Uh, so there's, there is that, but what a crazy back and forth, wild fourth quarter. I mean, that's the stuff only NFL fans could dream of. It's like Madden on rookie mode, not pro rookie. Like you cannot score 40 in a quarter unless you're on rookie mode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I didn't know there was enough time in the quarter to score 40. <laughs> that's what, and for the other team to score 20 at the same time. And it wasn't, it wasn't like it was back to back to back turnovers either. North Carolina kept on scoring too. Uh, but you know, yeah, a huge right amazing quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That was a great win for North Carolina going on the road. I didn't realize they were dog in that game. They were underdog in that game. App State's quarterback is Chase Bryce. I've looked at him a past season or so. Puts up numbers for sure, and that's that definitely helped his cause. I think he threw six touchdowns in that game against a decent North Carolina defense, I, I thought. <laughs> you think Mac Brown would have something going there, but not really. Um, my best of the weekend, Simmy, you're gonna like this. Is also Owen Daffer. Hmm. You're like, well, how is that possible? I told you this before the show. You're like, what? Well, I'm gonna tell you. I should say Owen Daffer's teammates. Check this out from 247sports.com. Fifth year senior quarterback Holton Ehlers, the guy who I talked about was among many Pirate players to try and pick up a uh, obviously dejected, dejected Daffer after the game. Here's what he said. I love this quote for a kicker. The quarterback told the kicker, I went up to him and we're going to need him to win a conference championship. I feel like we have a team to do that. I believe in him. I love him. That's awesome. Can you imagine a quarterback telling a kicker, we need you if we want to win this whole thing, bro. I mean, that's that's some great leadership right there. I, you know, you only put your, as a quarterback, you only put your team in position to win. Sometimes you have to rely on the the foot of others, and so you know that's that's good leadership. The guy missed the kick, and you know you lose a game, you feel all bad about it. But uh, you know, picking up your teammate—that's what sports, especially on the collegiate level, is supposed to be all about. Yeah, that almost made me. I don't want to say tear up because that'd be kind of like lame. Like it was a great weekend of college football, but that right there. As a person who supports the kicker spirit and, like, you know, understands that they are part of the game, and I don't think they should ever be taken out unless you create some knockoff league, I feel like this right here was awesome to hear. Because you know that a locker room is a locker room is a locker room. There was none of this, oh, he's not part of the team, he missed it. No. you Screw the fans, man. The, those players understand Everyone works their butt off. Gus, when I was covering a semi-pro team locally, the kicker was right there. The kicker would even take a few snaps at quarterback just in case they had to go with like the fourth stringer, which yeah. is usually the kicker if a worse comes to worse. So that was pretty cool to see and hear. And I became a fan of that quarterback after the game and now definitely after that. So cool. 
That's very cool. If I may, Mike, I wanted to actually just put an honorable mention for uh, for best of the weekend because while well, it wasn't either best or worst, it was something that was pretty impressive to me, and that was getting to watch Serena Williams' last U.S. Open match. I don't know if you got a chance to catch that. Uh, I heard about crowd, it. The crowd was just so fired up. I mean, she fought she fought her tooth and nail to, to win this match. It was an absolutely awesome match, but uh, I've had the pleasure of watching her career now for, for quite some time, and uh, I really got to enjoy her last match, even though she lost. Again, so it wasn't really a best or worst, but it was definitely uh, just something memorable to, to be able to see, and she had one of the greatest careers of any athlete in any sport. So uh, thank you, Serena, for, uh, for entertaining us for all these years because uh, she will definitely be missing in, in uh, women's tennis. Hats off to a great career. Absolutely. That's like Tiger Woods in golf, like the 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 colored man mm. playing the white man's sport, the colored girl playing the white woman. It just you, you can't make it up. For sure, as Mary, you mentioned, Tiger Woods in her in the match where Serena won against the number two player in the world, Tiger Woods was there, and he was more fired up watching her win than he was winning himself. He was doing that all fist the bumps all, extra, all the fist pumps. <laughs> yeah, he, it was great watching him get all fired up over. I mean, the, the crowd was just incredible at, at the U.S. Open this year. So I don't watch a ton of tennis, but I definitely appreciated seeing her match. That was awesome. Let's talk about this before we move on. Um, Donovan Spider Mitchell. I finally get to talk about this with Sammy. There's so much good college football, man. Lord. I know. But um, no, Don Mitchell on Thursday afternoon was traded to the Cavs. Like, who needs LeBron? Uh, maybe. But who needs LeBron, <laughs> man? That lineup is – someone posted the lineup. I'm like, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, um, the power forward Evan Mobley has lived up to the billing. That USC power forward is, is really polished. Jared Allen, I mean, this is a good – you mentioned two players off the bench, which I didn't even think about because of all the new guard in the NBA. Who are they? Uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Love and uh, uh, Ricky Rubio. I'm at That's NBA. insane. Yeah, it's a good, good veteran lineup. Hey, where is the GM? Where is this – I don't know if the, who the GM is right now with the Cavs, but where was this guy when LeBron was there? Sure. Like, good Lord, dude. He's stacking them. I mean, like, took all, all the Nets good players, which that was their fault. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> As for the Jazz, Sammy, I don't mind it because Danny Ainge did draft Tatum and, and Jalen Brown. And to be fair, you could build around Mitchell, but what if Ainge wasn't completely sold? You get rid of Gobert, get rid of Mitchell, stack up how many draft picks is it, Sammy? Third, 13 and 15. in the next seven, eight years, I think it could be up to 15, all the way up to like 2029. 20, it's insane. The after they have, yeah, who wants to wait? But you, I'm sure, Utah fans will be fine. They're, they're used to it. You know, it's funny. Utah, Utah was good my whole life, like they, they've been a good basketball team, you know, in True. the 90s with, with you know, Malone and Stockton, and mm-hmm. you know, they've been good recently. I, I always thought this was a better team, right? I thought Gobert and Mitchell together. We're gonna build something kind of special. They were the best regular season team one year. They were number one seed. I and mean, this is a team I Quinn thought Snyder. had, yeah. Uh, and they just never lived up to that to that potential. Um, seeing those guys go their separate ways, this is gonna be a bad rebuild for them. Uh, this is gonna be the worst Utah team we've seen probably in decades, right? This is a team that's gonna compete for the first overall pick every year. I mean, this is a oof. I hope crazy. they ain't my players. When you when you talk about the time frame. You're forgetting another time frame in between Carlos Boozer and 
um, Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. But they do, they just don't lose. Yeah, not losing the shore, but like they 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 don't like tank. But the Miami Heat are one of those teams like they don't really tank. They just re they slow they they quietly rebuild and reload. Like Miami was never a team to like lay on their back and say, "Oh, woe is me. We're the Hornets or the Magic." Like, oh, let's go, Lynn. Like, let's fire butts off. Get a the key is a great coach. Like Spolstra and even Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder may not be a great coach, but Quinn Snyder has been keeping that team afloat, though. When they could have fallen apart, who knows? Yeah, I mean, to get these young guys to play well, you definitely need good coaching. Um, once you get a good veteran team, the coaching becomes less important as LeBron's proven year after year. But mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with you. The the Jazz are going to need to to rebuild, and they're going to need good coaching to do it because. This is going to be a good young team, depending on who they draft. Uh, but it's going to be many years till this pays off. And uh, I think you had said that you know Danny Ainge plays more chess than he does checkers. Uh, yeah, but th- I mean this is this is no guarantee, right? I mean rookies fail all the time. They have to get these right. And so he has a good track record. They certainly can in the future be good. But it's going to be a while. Uh, this is not a good team, and not a good team for a while. That's a fair point. And. Who, like you said, who knows? Like, maybe they do. I forget who their coach. Did they get rid of Quinn Snyder? I don't know. I think so. I forgot. I think they did too, but I forgot. So don't quote us on that. But hey, good good stuff. Let's do a quick water break. (laughs) And so when we come back, we're going to talk some big games of college football. And also, NFL win totals continue. And Aaron provided his as well. Darn him for not being here. I'm kidding. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. If you want the best in sports merchandise from your favorite teams, players, 
from every league with daily deals such as free shipping on 24 bucks or more. You've got to go to MikeAndEarnsDrive.com and do what? Click the F. That's right. And when you click the F, the entire Fanatics experience is at your disposal. So go there. Support your people. Support our show. And for that, gracias, bro. So, yeah, the free shipping is awesome, but we got we got to move on. I don't want to harp on that too much. Thank you, Fanatics. Click the website. Um, Georgia. <laughs> I know you watched this game. This was this was interesting. Um, so Dan Lanning comes in this game, you know, with his transfer, Bo Nix, who was 0-3 against Georgia, but that's fine. You know, Oregon's always been a high-powered team. They always score something, right? Georgia just lost a bunch of players to the draft and lost Dan Lanning to Oregon. And Georgia going, ah, oh, we good. We, we, we just reload. We don't rebuild. I mean, Kirby Smart, Sammy, there comes a point where you're like, God dang, this dude's so good. Like, I think Georgia could not have been happy. He's probably exceeded their own expectations. Like, winning a championship was cool and all. Like, Mark Rick probably should have done that. But, like, in the end, it's like this Kirby Smart fellow is just – his preparation and hard work to this thing is off the charts. That's where this guy leaves Nick Saban every half that they play. But Dan Lanning, dude, the Oregon looked unprepared for sure. Yeah, so I thought, uh, you know, I, this is my first losing ticket of the college football season, one of many, I'm sure. But uh, I, 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 I legit thought Oregon was going to come in and give them a tough game. I didn't think they were going to win. But right. I mean, no Georgia ranked number three. I thought the the powers that be knew that they weren't the, as good as their national championship team, and that that's not true. This team was great. I mean, they, they played better than I think they played even last year. Their defense was just as good with all the stars missing from last year, and their offense was outstanding. And yeah, you make a great point. I mean, Landing's team. I mean, he was just. I thought he was going to come in and like have the playbook kind of in mind, and you know, be able to be able to know like you know some of the game plan for Georgia. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, he knows the players very well. He knows the, the the scheme well. But, yeah, I mean, they just got absolutely thrown. I did not watch that whole game. I mean, I turned it off at halftime. It was over. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, as you say, would kill you. Um, No, but I, here's why. And, and, you know, my initial recency bias reaction was like, oh, wow, boy, that team, I was wrong about Stetson Bennett. And I, I may have been. But the more I thought about it, the more this this laid on my brain, I was like, as polished as Georgia looked, Utah State led the nation in sacks last year, and Alabama shut them down and scored six more points than Georgia did, albeit maybe it's a better team. But make no mistake, man, Oregon, I think, as, again, as prepared as Georgia did look, which I – was like blown away by how mixed in form they looked. I still feel like Oregon looked that bad at the same time. Like Bo Nix looked lost. It, like broadcasters very rarely will crucify a quarterback the way those guys were crucifying Bo Nix. That's bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, looking back on it, betting Oregon was a bad play. And, and I'll tell you what my, my thoughts were. I, I mean, obviously the results are easy to say, but I have a little bit more detail. They, they have a whole new coaching staff. Right, they have a whole new offensive design. They have a whole new defensive design. They have a whole new quarterback, and they didn't have a ton of time. I mean, you know, they have every bit of time every other team gets, but 
you know, all these other teams come in, Georgia specifically, with their game plan already cemented in in, in their identity, right? Mm-hmm. And Oregon's trying to now build a new identity with a different type of coach, different quarterback, different schemes. And, you know, for college kids, that's not easy. You know, it's not easy for them to just walk out and then play a top school and have to showcase it against is even doubly hard. So uh, I don't know that Bo Nix looks lost. I think the whole team kind of looks lost. And the idea that they're learning. This is new to them. All of it's new to them. Right. Uh, they'll be fine. They have a lot of talent. They'll be better. They shouldn't have probably been ranked 11, though. Uh, and I shouldn't have fallen <laughs> to the fate either. <laughs> 21 of the best, but yeah. Yeah. So one last thing I'll say about this is I personally, as a, as a Georgia fan-ish, and as a person who lives in Georgia has to suffer through this crap, I will say pump the brakes for Dogs fans. Because I, I know – they're feeling how I did immediately after the game. Like, oh, wow, this team's good. Stetson Bennett, that's what Bryce Young just did to that Utah State defense, who, by the way, love the nation sacks. Like I said, he, he has to be this good probably every week leading up to those games. Because Florida ain't no slouch, we found out. Um, Again, preseason hype is preseason hype. I get it. But Stetson Bennett's got to keep on playing like he did um on Saturday, which he could. But yeah, tough. I, I'm of I'm of the other opinion. I think George is the best. I, I think George is the best team this year, mm-hmm. uh, and not not because of this game specifically, but the the way they were last year was with all these amazing NFL talented defenders. If they pick up some of that slack, I mean, having a fourth year starter, having a senior quarterback is, is helpful. I mean, you know, obviously he's not he's not the best quarterback in the in the world, but he's right. good enough. But they have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball as well, which they showcase easily. Um, you know, this is not the dominant team that we saw last year, but this is a good team in many ways. And, you know, Alabama's going to be good too. This is obviously going to come down to that matchup again. But uh, mm. I think I, the fact that Georgia was number three is a, is a travesty. I mean, they're, they're easily one, maybe two, as the best team in the country this they're year. They're 1B. Be all year. They're yeah. 1B. They should make a new yeah. ranking called 1A and 1B. There should be no two. 100%. Done but, with it. I don't know that they lose a game outside of t- to Alabama, and I don't think Alabama loses a game outside to, to Georgia, and so these two teams will be head-on again. But, uh, yeah, this is, the, this is the best team in college football, if not 1A or 1B, like you said. Right. Number two, Ohio State, beat number five, New York Dame. Semi full disclosure, you didn't what? I didn't watch this game. Not even Whoa! <laughs> I was ready for that moment. I was taking my kids to a concert. That was more important. Which concert? <laughs> uh, a Journey tribute band. Uh, a band named D- DSB. Uh, oh, I was the Asian guy who plays for them now. He's pretty good. No, the, I've seen Journey with the Filipino guy. He is very good. No, but this is a tribute band to them. But more importantly, my kids love Journey. They're six, and they can sing, like, every song. And so they they wanted to go to the concert. That's good parenting. That's good parenting. I told my wife this is the last weekend you have me, because after this, it's football all the time. So you might as well do something this weekend. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's get into it. You know, I watched it. Probably didn't watch it enough, but um, CJ Stroud looked good. And that bowling ball of a running back behind Trivion Henderson? Oh, Ohio State's, Ohio State might be right there, but we'll have to see how the season goes on. Yeah, I, is having not watched the game, I can't give a ton of a ton of take here, but for, based on just the stats and the score, and again, I know that that's not the end all be all. Uh, it just, I, I can't see Ohio State being better than Georgia, but right. having not watched, I don't really have a valid opinion. I'm, I'm very aware of that. So I will watch some Ohio State games during the year and, Give a little bit more insight into this. World of time constraint. NFL win totals. 
going to give Aaron's and I'm going to give mine because they're, they're the same. How about this? Okay, so our teams we're doing today are the Jets, Eagles, Steelers, 49ers, Commanders, and Cardinals. Sorry for Friday. I kind of missed that. Jets are five and a half. We both got under. I'm not kidding. We're all the same here. Let me and Aaron. Eagles, nine and a half wins. Over. Steelers, seven and a half. Over. Oh, that one's kind of, I don't know why. That might be tough for me. I'm going to go over because it's Mike Tomlin, but no more than eight. 49ers, 10. Over. Me too. Commanders, eight. Under. Me too. Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, bro. Cardinals, eight and a half. Under. I could do that too. NFC West got better again. So, there you go. Sammy, why don't you give us yours? Uh, so you can explain some too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I mean, I I dove into them a little bit more than just simple over and under. I mean, right. I think to say the Jets are five and a half and it's a dead under, I think is a little bit uneasy for me. If you look at their mm. schedule and you see who they play, I mean, they get some really bad teams, right? So they get Chicago, they get Detroit, they get Seattle, they get Jacksonville. Now, bad teams Three don't win. Yeah. Right, bad teams don't win every game against every other bad team. But if you think the Jets are even a little bit improved. That's four fairly easy games to play. Mm -hmm. And while I don't know that they're going to compete in their division, to say they're going to get swept by the Bills, Miami, and New England does seem like a lot. So I can see over being actually kind of easy here. I, I don't know that they win more than like eight games, but I think they're at six going into, you know, going into the last week of the season. Um, maybe they win against Miami, maybe they don't. Um, but I think, I think five and a half is kind of low. I, I, I do think, Tend to like over here just based on the strength of their schedule. Um, who's the second one? You, I'm, I'm gonna pull up their schedule on each one. Eagles, Eagles. So the the Eagles total was what nine and a half? You said yes, sir. All right, hold on one second. I'm, pulling, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> in here. No, you, you uh, go in order. You can go in your own order that you had. No, no, I, I have them in your order. I just have to pull them all up. So the Eagles. This is a team where. Getting off to a good start can really help propel them forward. And they played Detroit, Minnesota, Washington, Jacksonville to start the season. So easily this team could be three and one after four games. And if that's the case, I think this team flies over. Right? <laughs> getting getting yeah, right, you go, you fly, you go fly. If they get off to a good start, I think this is a team that that flies over. Now, with that said, they do have an early bye week. And so if they get off to a bad start, I don't know if they can really come back to win. 10 games if they don't get off to that strong start. So a lot of it is based on those games, but they'll be favored in all four of those games, in my opinion. Uh, and so I think a three one start there and this team flies over. Love it. Steelers, seven and a half. Steelers. So let me go back to the AFC here. Uh, Steelers, I believe this is a team that we want to root for over because Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, but this is under for me. And I'll, okay. and I'll tell you why. So if you believe in Mitch Trubisky and I do like Mitch Trubisky, you're still downgrading significantly in quarterback, in my opinion, right? You're getting a guy who knows how to win versus a guy who doesn't know how to win. And if you don't think Trubisky's the, the answer, then you're going into a rookie quarterback who's now going to be learning, right? Mm -hmm. And all of this, both both sides of this equation, stinks of a rebuild year. Yeah. It stinks of a, a year where either Pickett gets to learn the offense and gets better, or Trubisky leads them down the road of mediocrity. I don't see this as a playoff team. They play a really tough schedule, and they're in a really tough division, right? Baltimore is the cream of the crop, but there are other good teams. I mean, Cleveland is still good, even if they're not good without Deshaun Watson. 
Right. There's a tough division to play in overall. To say they're going to be 500 simply because Mike Tom has always been 500, I think is going to bait some betters into over. I think you can safely bet under here. I like it. 49ers are at 10. I hate that number, but I love the 49ers this year. So this is the easiest, the biggest wild card, right? Boomer, boomer bust with, with Trey Lance. Because I, if Trey Lance fails, they just pull him down and they go back to Jimmy G. And you know Jimmy G can lead them to 10 wins. The problem is if he fails to the extent that he goes, I don't know, uh, two oh, and four. two after his first four, and then they yank him, they kind of pull the confidence out. I, I don't know that you can get to 10 wins then. Uh, mm. And then they, to be fair, they start off the season really easy, right? They get Chicago and Seattle, which is probably the easiest games on their schedule in weeks one and week two. So Trey Lance is supposed to look good. And if you build his confidence, this team can explode. Uh, but then they go to Denver and they play the Rams. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's easily goes from easier games to really tough games quickly in the NFL. And uh, I'm a big believer in getting these teams off to good starts in order to get good seasons. I don't see teams going, you know, 8-0 down the stretch. And so – uh, in my opinion, I, I like under 10, but not by oh! money on this. Uh, but being in a tougher division and being a new quarterback, you know, that we don't know, I can't put money on he's gonna win. Walking in the NFL and winning 11 games is hard, man. I, I just can't, I just can't do that with a guy I've never seen play. My home is like a word. Um, <laughs> commanders are at eight, just say under and move on. <laughs> no, I actually don't agree with this. I don't agree. Oh, with my under. goodness. <laughs> Okay, so we talk about getting off to good starts, right? Washington starts off against Jacksonville and Detroit. <laughs> so you can easily see them being 2-0 and here, right? Two, a home game against Jacksonville and at Detroit are games they can easily win here. Right. This is a team that competed last year with a huge hole in quarterback. And whether he's good-ish. Good enough to mediocrity, but they, don't have, they can still be around 500 and get over eight, eight wins, right? So, I mean – this is a team, I, I don't know if they're going to win the division, but nobody sweeps that division, right? Dallas isn't going to sweep it. Right. Philly's not going to sweep it. So you're going to pick up some wins in division. You get the Giants twice. You get Jacksonville, Detroit. You get Chicago. You get Houston, and you get Atlanta. I, I can see them winning eight games with that schedule. I'm sorry. Push? No, I mean, I, I, if I were to put money on it, I'd bet over. I wouldn't bet under. I, I but with that schedule, I just don't see how they don't win eight games, right? Eight games is the is right where they should be, and they can easily pick up a, a game against the Eagles, a game against Dallas. They can win against Cleveland, right? Uh, if Cleveland gives up, you can catch a bad game against, I don't know, Minnesota or or I don't know what else they play Tennessee, right? You can catch yeah. you can catch a bad game here. So I, I I don't know. I think eight I think eight's a good line. I wouldn't necessarily put a lot of money on under eight. I think they easily can win eight. Eight and a half Cardinals finishes up. All right, let me pull up their thing. Uh, I have no time. <laughs> <of them>, sorry, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy. Yeah, I, I don't just like look at it and be like, oh, it's easy win over under whatever. I try to like actually spend some time. Well, me too. Come on now, pal. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying like, I, I, I really do try to dive into this. And if you look at their schedule, their schedule is brutal. They play Kansas City. They play the Rams, obviously. They play Philadelphia. They play uh, the Chargers. They play Denver. They play Tampa. I mean, their their schedule is brutal. And Agreed. I, man, if the Niners go over 10, then Arizona's going to go under 8.5, right? But if the, if the Niners go under 10, I think Arizona can sneak past 8.5. 
Right. But it's going to be a battle all year round. This is not a team that's going to win you 12 games. And so it's like nine or 10 and that's it <laughs> and then or it's like six <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with over but i don't love it I, I'm oh not, boom. I'm not so i don't know I, I don't know that i agree with almost any of your guys' win totals I, I like the steelers one that was good you swayed me you swayed me to under because i was kind of leaning that way i just <laughs> i like mike Tomlin, but man if, right. I'm gonna, if i'm gonna put money actual money on any of these i would only bet the Jets over five and a half. I think that's actually an easy bet. Wow. Oh, you, you, it's just Robert Sala looks like you. <laughs> he's way better looking than me. He's bald. Okay. Here you go. Uh, all right. All right, Sammy. <laughs> you got to go, man. Hey, right, thanks again. Thanks for oh, Action oh. Monday. I forgot to put that up, but Action Monday it was. Well, next week we'll start official Action Monday where we talk about some real football. Uh, not that college that's football isn't real football, true. but you know how I feel about the NFL. Right. When I come back, I'm going to talk about um, – oh, what am I talking about? That's a good point. It's not even here anymore. I'm talking about Clemson and Georgia Tech best bets and the AM Drive 5 recap. Boy, I'm dumb. Bye, Sammy. See you around. See you next week, friend. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show – Shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com. The world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. to a happy action monday hope you guys enjoyed the day so far we are ready mike's in it first at this juncture which means time to tell you about yahoo fantasy sign up using our website mikeandarendrive.com and you too can use the best in fantasy email's awesome but hey fantasy is even better MikeAndAaronDrive.com, click the Yahoo Fantasy logo, 
and you too can Yahoo. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. I swear to God. Okay, number four, Clemson, and Dabo Sweeney, who's a man of God, are playing the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Okay, so the Clemson's favored by 24 points, and the totals are 51. Yeah, I don't like stuff without a hook either. So, lordy, lordy, lordy. So, part of me wants to believe that Dabo Sweeney is still a great coach and, you know, is can overcome the adversity. The other part of me is looking at the adversity being a whole new coaching staff, DJ Ugalale loser, and a, and a good defensive line. Congratulations. Really? Jordan Tech has like a, I believe, a fifth-year senior at quarterback, Joshua Mims or something like that. I just, I don't put trust in myself. If I'm leaning one way, it's going to be plus 24. But I'm not stupid. I'm not that stupid. I'm going to go under 51. Because if Georgia Tech does win and shock the world, as someone predicted, it's got to go under, right? Like Clemson, Clemson, you're not going to outscore Clemson, right? But if Clemson wins, they're probably going to shut them out. I'll go under 51. It's too easy. Under 51. You're welcome. Um, Speaking of why you should tail me here, yeah, this past weekend was not a good idea of it, but I wasn't horrible. So I did the research for you guys, okay? The hashtag... AM Drive 5. Your boy, Mike's in it first, helped you guys out. Our record last year was this phone. Aaron was 40, 34, and 1. That's 40 wins, 34 losses, and a push. Hate pushes. I was 48, 31, and 1. This past week, Aaron had Arkansas, Michigan State, Western Michigan under, Mississippi State, South Florida, and Southern Miss. He hit or Arkansas, the total Michigan State, Western Michigan, and Mississippi State. That's a positive right there. South Florida got destroyed by the Mormons. <laughs> I'm so mean to that school. BYU. And Southern Miss lost in overtime. Aaron had the money line against Liberty. That was a bad beat. That was not – Aaron did a good job by calling that, but Southern Miss did lose the game. So plus 145 was not bad, though. So he's now 43-36-1. and one. In the month of September, Aaron is now 13-8-1. Good record. This is his seventh winning week in um, – in 16 tries. And that was his 21st college wins. For me, I have the Oklahoma points. Rice as a dog. <laughs> Utah State. Georgia State in South Carolina. And North Carolina App State over. So the obvious one there, Michael, is App State and North Carolina, as we mentioned before. They scored 124. That's pretty good. 
That's more than double the over. Vegas is in shambles right now. Oklahoma minus 30 against University of Texas El Pis. El Paso, you get it. That was good. Apparently that dude, um, Dylan Gabriel, is a pretty good quarterback. Aaron knows that. Hi, Aaron. Rice plus 33 against USC. I'll be the first to admit it, man. Lincoln Raleigh is that dude. Oh. Also, Nick Saban, he didn't just beat Utah State by 42 or more. He blanked on 55 nothing. okay? The world is Nick Saban's, and I'm just living in it. And I would be the idiot to give a local team praise and North Carolina pulled away from Georgia State, so that didn't work out either. So I was 2-3. and three. It was my seventh losing week, but I've got 10 wins to my name, so I'm okay with that. I have three to spare. Not saying I want to use those all right now, but just saying. And by the way, I'm the first one to 50 wins on AM Drive 5. Dare I say AM Drive 50? Ha <laughs> So, yeah. Under 51, Clemson, Georgia Tech. And if you're feeling frisky, Georgia Tech plus 24, you're welcome. Hey, um, be sure and do people a favor at the show and follow us at AM Drive TV on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the, and the um, app that promotes underage girls twerking. I'm just, <laughs> wow, I'm on one today. And tomorrow is Top 5 Tuesday. What are we going to talk about tomorrow? Oh, I got it right here. Top 5 MLB teams week 21, because now that football back, who doesn't want to talk about baseball? Boo! Top five college football teams begin tomorrow. We have another guest. We're actually a returning guest. We love returning guests. The guests are cool. When they come back, you know, they were A, awesome the first time, and B, we liked them anyways, okay? So Digsies from the 54 Live podcast will talk Boston LIV, PGA's, well, Rory and Tiger's new TGL, and the addition of Cam Smith, in the Blood Money League. I'm an idiot. Also, win totals for the Packers without Devontae Adams, the Chiefs without Tyreek Hill, the Raiders with Devontae Adams, the Chargers, the Vikings with Kirk Cousins, and the Giants with Daniel Jones. See how I did that? See how I ended the show? Yeah. You guys have a great day. At Michael Carvellis, if you like me. Sammy doesn't use Twitter, but he has one. You wouldn't believe me, though. Um, That's it for now. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. Drive safe. Bye.